Welcome to episode 188 of the McSauce Comic Book Podcast. My name is Paul McGinty. With me, as always, are Ian Sharpley. Hello! And Matt Casal. Hello! It is Monday night, March 27th, and tonight we're going to talk Justice League trailer. Justice League trailer 2, second trailer. Big trailer. Bigger trailer. The trailer that came out recently. The new one. But before, March 2017 trailer. Yeah. Before we get into the Justice League March 2017 trailer, we're going to do housekeeping with Ian Sharpley. Check us out at mixsauce.com. We have the strips, the web comics, the podcasts that you all need and want. You can talk to us on Facebook, mixsauce slash, or Facebook slash mixsauce. You can find us on Instagram if you look up mixsauce. And uh, you can check out all the old timey episodes at mixsaucepodcast.libson.com. I'd also like to give a shout out to our good friend Tom Lynch. He started up a new podcast this week. It is 30 Extra Lives Podcast. So if you check it out, it, it's in the iTunes and Google Play Store. Is it a podcast about Contra? Contra? No. This His first episode was about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. So, But isn't 30 Extra Lives a Contra thing? I think it's just a... Is is it? Or is it just like a random video game thing? No, it's a specific code Look for Contra. Now. Tom, you know this. It's up, down, left, right, left, right, BA, BA, start, select, Paul, right? Yeah, I know that. 30 extra lives. Is that what Contra. you get? 30 extra lives? 30 extra I, lives. I, did, I couldn't remember how many extra lives. I should hope that the next episode is about Contra, Tom. So check out 30 Extra Lives podcast on iTunes and the Google Play Store. Tom, you need to step your game up and get some Stitcher action going on, buddy. That's the only way I'm going to listen to your bullshit. Why won't you use um, iTunes? I'm going to listen to it. Uh, Stitcher is just my preferred application. Oh. I prefer iTunes. I listen to uh, Tom Lynch via iTunes. I was all excited for a full first episode, and then it was like a minute-long quick hit saying, hey, I'm doing a podcast soon. You, well, you need it was to a do big to tease. Get... It was a big tease, Tom. You, but then he put the full episode up hours later. Well. Yeah, like it was the, <laughs> a minute later. I feel <laughs> that's how much of a dedicated friend I am. Well, you weren't that dedicated because I was listening to it and I was like, "Hey, Tom Lynch talking turtles is really cool. You should check it out." I was like, "I listened. You... I listened to it already." He he wasn't talking yeah. turtles, and I was like, "Hey, dummy." fucking hit refresh and it'll put the new episode up dedicated friend then it did and then i immediately listened to it dedicated friend that's true <laughs> so what are we uh what are we dedicated to tonight are we talking some justice league trailer that's what we're gonna talk about i don't think we're really uh, i don't think we're gonna find a lot of dedication or friendly around the room apparently. tonight uh who wants who wants to start so this is the second trailer. Trailer number two, Paul. Trailer number two. The first one came out last year during Comic-Con, I believe. What was that? In July? Something like that? August, maybe? Something like that. And it was like a 19-minute long trailer. I was really surprised by it. because 19-minute <laughs> long trailer? Because A, it was on the longer side. And B, it came out so far in advance of 
the movie, just like those Batman v Superman trailers were coming out a year and a half before the movie. It's just bizarre. In fairness. What? The Star Wars trailer came out a full year in advance. The first Star Wars trailer? Yeah, but come on, dude. That was a teaser. That was literally... The one that came out um, Black Friday? Yeah. I mean, I guess. I don't know. Don't I felt like it, He's terrible. I, I felt like it was a, a full enough trailer that it was a some teaser. of us waited up all night for it. Which <laughs> which one was that? It was the, the teaser. It was the one where you see all the main characters. Like, you see Finn, you see Rey... And you see Poe. It's the Finn see, pops out of the desert trailer. Right. And you see Kylo oh, okay. Ren and BB-8. But nobody says anything except for Snoke. You hear him say the dark side oh, and the yeah, light. Yeah, and yeah. those are the only words in the whole trailer. That was the one where you see the lightsaber ignite the first time. Yes. And you see the Millennium Falcon okay. do that like loop-de-loop. And that was it. That was the trailer. Like that was a fucking teaser. What we're talking about... The, why... Ian, Ian's rolling his eyes. For the record, Ian is rolling his eyes, and I feel like he's positioning himself to have a debate, which he's going to lose badly. Matt recognizes this stance because it's his, usually. And Just now digging and, in, and digging in those heels. For, for those of us watching at home, oh, that's right. This is a podcast. It's... An auditory medium. Well, that's why just, I have just to go be, ahead and keep. That's why keep I have talking. to be descriptive. And now I have to let the audience know that Ian is now swiping on his iPad with his middle finger. <laughs> uh, that's just a coincidence. That's um, not fun. I can't do it with my my pointer. Really? Do you normally I, I, do the middle finger? I feel. Yeah, I feel like I do. I don't have record of it, but. Huh. Um, Paul, make you, your point. God damn it. <laughs> well, the point is... Uh, what do I swipe with? Yeah, what do you swipe um, with? Uh, I'm a pointer finger kind of kind of guy. Um, I don't know. I feel like probably my thumb. I'm really? real thummy. Yeah. Huh, how about that? So, um, the first Justice League trailer wasn't a teaser. It was, in, in all reality, I think it was about three and a half minutes long, something like that. It was bizarrely long for the first trailer for something a year and a half out. Um, but with that said, I kind of liked it. I thought it was neat to see. Um, but I don't know. Um, I don't, I don't feel exactly the same way after this trailer. Do you think that maybe after some of the, um, indifference or bad press that Batman v Superman got that they felt that they needed to put a longer trailer out there that showcased maybe some more of the comedic sides of the DC universe to you mean people- for the first one or for this one for the for the first one the 19 minute long one I don't remember how much comedy they injected in it except that it was long and it showed like a lot of you know you saw for the first time you saw the flash Outside of that little weird cameo that was in the movie, you saw the real Flash. You saw Aquaman. well, the real Flash is Grant Gustin. This who who knows who this guy is? Uh no, I'll take this over the TV show. Yeah, yeah. I thought what I will say about because you see it really well in this trailer versus in the first one, from what I recall, uh, the Flash's powers, like the way that he moves and everything, and with the effects and the lightning, I think looks awesome my personal favorite part of the trailer is the flash have you seen I, a lot of the flash television show 
No, not how many a, episodes have you watched? Well, I haven't watched any full episodes. Okay, so your opinion on which Flash is the better Flash is now null and void. Well, since you've never seen Grant Gustin be Barry Allen, I've I've seen more than thirty seconds of it, which is all I've seen of this one because that's all mm. that there is in the trailer. I know you don't like the CW suit. I, I'm not crazy about it either. I want it to be a little slimmer, a little more form fitting. But robot mecha suit is not what the Flash ever wears. And if we're really gonna nitpick shit, and I'm going to because I, I, I'm but I I'm, a, I'm a DC fan. Oh, I I fucking am because I can't I, I can't. You, I can't you said back. it as if he like has I've fucking been... blue lightning. The Flash has traditional yellow lightning in every one of his comic book appearances since the fucking '60s, and now they're giving him blue lightning. Ridiculous. It fucking is ridiculous. Like why why change that? It's one of those dumb fucking things that there's no need to change except for the sake of change. It's fucking bullshit. On the face, I want to disagree with you, but I do agree with you. Even though, as you're saying it, it sounds insane. Because it is. It is. I understand it is. But I agree with it. It should be, because it is such a big part of every single version of The Flash. It's not like you don't see those lightning bolts all on almost every cover. Like, that is an important part. It's almost part of the costume. So Right. Well, actually, it is part of the costume. It is in the logo, so. And because, in a way, it's the... Like, what you're seeing is you're seeing the yellow wings on the on the headpiece, the boots. You're seeing, like, Does the Does he flash, have any of that stuff? I flash didn't catch it in the right. trailer. You wouldn't know. He doesn't have the yellow the, boots. The, I'm, it's I'm, all red and black because he's the New Jersey Devils all of a sudden. <laughs> and he's got tiny little things on his ears that aren't the wings because he's, you know, Optimus Flash. <laughs> I thought his powers looked really cool. That they do get right. The way, and that's something that Zack Snyder's got right since Man of Steel. The weight and the movement of these characters, like the way he's zipping around, it looks like some bear, some parademon trying to shoot him. Yeah. Like, you feel him going from place to place and pulling up to that stop and feeling kind of the weight catch up to him. Mm-hmm. Like, it looks really, like the weight and the movement all looks really good. Yeah, to me, I mean, the Quicksilver from the X-Men first class movies is a lot of fun, but to me, this is what like a super speed kind of superhero should look like with today's effects and everything. And Paul, I've seen enough of the CW show to like have seen how the Flash's powers work. This looks better. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not disputing the way. Uh, besides the yellow lightning, I'm not disputing the way the powers right. are shown. You know but what? You it know doesn't what? look like the costume and. He's not Barry Allen. That's not how Barry Allen talks. That's not how Barry Allen acts. He's not Barry Allen. Just make him Wally West because he's more like Wally West. Just make him Wally West. Yeah, he did seem a lot more Wally Westish. He's more he's closer to Bart Allen's impulse than he is Barry Allen. Like yeah, because he's he's clearly like the young member of the team. You can see him kind of looking like all the all the Justice League is trying to look great for a good Zack Snyder pose shot, and then you see him like not paying attention to the fact that he's supposed to look awesome standing there in the in the CGI golden sunlight the Armageddon shot, right? And he's instead he's looking up at these you know gods that he's standing shoulder to shoulder with and. 
like I like that for a character, but yeah, it's not the right character. Yeah, and you know, like the um, you know, the way all the the way these characters seem to work together, you need a character like that. And I'm sure the the way the chemistry is going to work with, you know, serious Batman and Wonder Woman, and looks to be kind of serious Aquaman. Like you need that you know, like young bright eyed kid, but. That's never been Barry Allen, ever. So, don't make it Barry Allen. Make him Wally West. And then, like, you know, and just make him Wally West. More, I knew The Flash as Wally West more than Barry Allen. It's changed for me since, but, like, if I'm, if I'm 38 years old and I knew Wally West first, there are tons of people out there that are more familiar with Wally West. So... If that's the character you're writing, why not just make him Wally West? Yeah, I mean, they have that... Op- it's not like, oh, we're just going to take this character in a different way and, and go down a different road. Well, no, like, there's a legacy, and there are characters that you could pull from that would fit what you're doing perfectly, so just do that thing. Um, it's weird that Zack Snyder would do that, because I feel like Zack Snyder, for some of his faults, is a fan of the comic books and does kind of get some of the stuff really right because he is a lover of the medium. The thing is, though, Zack Snyder has no leeway with fans anymore. He needs to basically be perfect or else nothing that he does is going to be good enough for the fans because they're already... That's the way people are today. They're conditioned to hate shit before they even see it if they've made up their mind. People do That's very true. I feel like you that was a loaded statement, Ian. Would you like to expound for the audience? I'm just saying that's a true statement that you're making. Okay. I feel like you're talking about yourself. I feel oh. like you are describing like what we just were talking about with the Flash TV show. That I make up my mind without yes. seeing it. Sometimes. Uh well yeah, I haven't I haven't watched a full episode of The Flash, but I've you know, like seen it on TV and it, it I think it looks terrible, but that's just me. Um but uh, with that said, I do want to like watch one or, and see how it goes, and I just haven't mustered up the willpower to do it yet. You're no Green Lantern, sir. No, I'm not. I'm more like, what would I be more like, Paul? Out of the Justice League? No, out of the, the color lanterns. Oh. Fear? No, not fear. Oh. What color is handsomeness? Uh, Mocha, right, Ian? Absolutely. I think I think you maybe will because you have um, you have a way of making up your mind and being resolute <laughs> in that decision, unwavering. Macassell, willpower, yeah. willpower. Okay, I'll take that. What? Yeah, you know what? Yeah, yeah. If willpower can translate into stubbornness, sure. Well, it kind of is, right? It is. It's hey. the ultimate stubbornness. It's cosmic stubbornness. Um, w- w- run through them real quick. What are the? What are all the um, colored lanterns? Red is hate. Orange is. Oh, I might be that too. No, you're not. Uh, orange is greed. Yellow's fear. Green's will. Blue's hope. Indigo's compassion, and violet's love. He's either will or hate. He's Will. Huh. What's Ian? <clears throat> um, Blue? Hope? 
Oh, deep down, Ian and I are both orange. <laughs> <laughs> Greed. <clears throat> okay, so I can't argue with that. Um, so what are there? There's a lot that happened in this new trailer. We got. I don't. Uh, I'll say this. I don't know what was happening in this trailer. I really don't. I I wasn't able to piece together like. Okay, so that's what this movie's going to be about. No? it No, it looks like, to me, I've watched it tw- three times now, and to me it looks just like spectacle. Um, and not necessarily super well done spectacle. Hmm. Uh, I, maybe because Superman's not there yet, it, like the whole thing hasn't come together, like you need it. You, you need, need it to Superman for that for like, the Justice for that, League. Well, no, for the piece of the plot that you you can't put together. <sighs> no, but for the satisfying nature of the spectacle, because like long time coming, Justice League together, no fucking Superman. Which I I accept that because of the way that Batman v Superman ended, and it's obvious that he'll be back in part two, if not the end of part one. Right. But still, just to satisfy that that. <clears throat> Spectacle. Is there no pleasure in seeing a Justice League form itself and function in the name of Superman and then have Superman come back? No. <laughs> wait, wait. You you worded that weirdly, so I answered it correctly. There there is satisfaction in seeing the Justice League form without a Superman. Okay. Is there? Yeah, because they're doing it. I'm on your side. Oh, okay. You, I look so at this guys, and I'm like, "What the fuck is this? This is not the Justice League." And wow, I think it has really? a lot more That's to weird. do with the you rest guys, of the characters. Like you but guys I know also that think, there have been other versions of the Justice League uh, that yeah, don't have Superman, and they're all right? terrible. And just I also because it think doesn't have Superman. Just not just because it has Superman, but because <laughs> but because it doesn't have Superman. Yeah, that's a big part of it. And because like, there's so much different about this, it doesn't feel like the Justice League. This feels like... Not yet. Not yet. Yeah, it, it doesn't. This does not feel... I see Justice League and I feel like, oh, someone else is making a movie called Justice League. I wonder what that's, DC's going to think about that, Paul, that they ripped off their title. That's silly. Come on. It's Yeah, it's hyperbole, but that's how I feel about it. This the, Even seeing those... Well, this is Justice League Begins, man. Like it's Even like, seeing those five characters up there, it doesn't feel like... The Justice League to me. I don't know if it's because I absolutely hate this universe that they've built, or that this is this sham of a Barry Allen that they keep putting at us is up there. That I don't this, think Cyborg this should ever. Flash. That I don't think Cyborg should ever be on a team that's right. not Teen Titans. That this is Aquaman someone's has someone's hair. homoerotic fever dream of Aquaman. Like this is not the Justice League. It fucking isn't. It. I fucking hate this DC cinematic universe. I hate it. I hate this trailer. I hate everything fucking about it. I hate it. I'm so fucking mad that this is what we're fucking getting. Wow. That's uh Whoa. that's bold. Um <laughs> <laughs> These are these are not the roads I was prepared to travel down tonight. See, I I kind of liked it because I knew that this was the versions that we are getting, they've been telling us about these versions for years now at this point. So, and D, uh, DC and, and Warner Brothers has clearly been 
on this darker, more, you know, uh, Zack Snyder-y, 300-ish kind of path, there's a lot of stuff that I think we all liked about Batman v Superman. I think that some of those things can be corrected in this new Justice League. But, like, to sit here and, and be upset that these are the types of characters that you're going to get in a Zack Snyder Warner Brothers film, I mean... I guess you can be upset about it, but are you surprised that this is what it looked like? I'm not surprised that this is what it looked like, but I want them to start turning some kind of corner. And I think this is the point where I'm like, yeah, this isn't it. This is not the universe I want. And like, hopefully like this dies in a fiery, horrible, horrible movie wreck. And they give it a few years, and then they reboot Marvel style, because I fucking hate this shit. I hate it. I hate how dark it is. I hate how desaturated it is. Like, I hope, I pray to God, Henry Cavill shows up at the end of this movie and fucking saves it. Because so far, there's nothing I've seen from this This. What do you think that Henry Cavill can, what, what has led you to believe that maybe, the writers of maybe Paul I know because they Cavill, hate Superman yeah like the writers Henry Superman. Cavill like I'm not saying Henry Cavill is a bad actor I'm saying what do you think the leads you to believe the writers will allow him to come in and save the day like they fucking hate him there's I know, no way I know like it's it's a fucking disaster personally for me this is a disaster like you know, all the time, like, like I see all these reports about, you know, a, a He-Man movie in the works, and I'm like, don't do it. Don't. We were talking because the other day Warner after Brothers? Power Rangers. There, maybe I was talk, talking to Kumpf about it. I was like, you know what? I don't want them to make a Voltron movie now. Like, this can be, this Power Rangers movie can be as close as we get to Voltron, because... I don't want somebody fucking it up like this. Look what they did to the fucking Transformers franchise. I just saw something on Twitter that said, look, Hot Rod's gonna be in this movie. Who you gives know what he shit? looks like? Every other fucking sham-ass fucking fake complicated robot that doesn't look like anything that's come before. Hot Rods look like Hot Rod in the, the from the first time he appeared in the 80s through all the comic books. He still looks like Hot Rod. So have all those characters. Yeah. And like DC's just fucking ruining everything. They're fucking ruining everything about these characters. I fucking hate it. Does Batman <laughs> jump in a giant fucking mech? Does he jump in a fucking Robotech thing? I couldn't Are tell. Are they having what like was a happening. training thing? And then he shoots the Flash. He shoots him with guns. I, I, That's I, what it looks like. There was like. so I much know. that I couldn't tell what was going on in this trailer. In fairness, Commissioner Gordon just wrapped up his. Uh, his deal as being mech suit Batman. So, calm down. They have bad fucking ideas in the they DC do. universe yeah, they too. Do. They like do. almost identical to what you just described. But like Batman, it, it got from, you there. From what I can see in the trailer, Batman jumps in a mech, a big robo bat suit, turn? and he goes, "Now it's my turn." And he steps on, he stomps on on Wonder Woman, misses her, and then he like unleashes a barrage of bullets at Flash. And there's so much shooting. From the Batmobile in this mech suit, and it like it never bothered me before. But watching this trailer now, I'm like, oh my god! So it bothers you now. Guns, but but they're parademons, so they're putties. You know, like they're just fucking faceless, nameless robot villains. I'm not worried about them killing people. Like I don't fucking care about that. They can all be people. Just like supporting the parademons, kill them. Like whatever. I don't care about the death toll. You just care care about about shooting Batman's arsenal. Like, I feel like 
maybe maybe it's going to be different in the movie, but they're not making Batman smart enough to really handle this shit without just Batman being like, I'm just going to throw a huge arsenal at them. In fairness, smarts don't really play well in trailers. So, Right, and that's what I just said. Maybe it plays out differently in the movie. Maybe I need to go back and read Grant Morrison's JLA because that's when the he Bat God stuff Bat started. God, yeah. Right, and maybe... Maybe after all my complaining about Bat-God, maybe that's the one I prefer compared to, let's just shoot them all. Let's just throw Arsenal at them. Well, Batman v Superman was not, let's just throw Arsenal at them. I feel like he did some detective shit in there. They gave him some smart stuff to do. Right. He also did a lot of shooting, but in Batman v Superman, that wasn't a problem I had with it. Okay. But this time, for some reason, I'm just like, man, is he... That's all he's fucking doing is shooting fucking guns. And then quoting Dave Chappelle. Fuck. Batman, what? what's happening? What Wait, does he what? say? What he says I'm rich, bitch. He didn't say bitch. He just said I'm rich. It's implied. Is it implied? I didn't. I'm a When David Goyer sh- wrote that, he was like, ah, <laughs> uh, no. That's a disgusting line, though. Like, what's your superpower? I'm rich. I did not like that. I don't think no, that played well very with funny. a lot of people. Wow, so so fucking just thumbs down. Is there anything redeemable? Yeah, Paul, Paul? what was your favorite part of the trailer? (laughs) I love how much you hate this. This is pretty fun. Like, this hatred is higher than any pre-Batman v Superman hatred that you had. No, but... Higher than your Rogue One hatred. He liked Batman v Superman after he saw it, but he's since hates it. Degraded into hating. Well, I like... I like I it feel, went from like to fucking abhor. Well, yeah. let's, let's guess go who liked from, the Clone Wars right after he saw it too. We almost got in a fist fight all yeah, the way home from the theater. Yeah, we did. And you're allowed to change, change your opinion. You can't. You can't change your opinion. I'm not saying you can't change your opinion. I fought, how long did I fight for Green Lantern? Uh because I could not. I could not admit to myself that that was a bad movie. No, um. Not, not that my that favorite w- hero. No, not that long. It was probably over the summer it broke down. And by the time that September, October rolled around, you were done. That my favorite hero with one of my favorite actors in the lead was bad. I think I fought for Clone Wars for years. And then I slowly, after You mean Attack many, of the Clones? Uh, or Attack of the Clones. I don't know why I was saying Clone Wars. Did I say Attack- Clone Wars? Did I start that saying Clone Wars? Maybe. We knew what I we think meant. You did. Episode two. Check the tape. Uh, episode two. We almost got in a fist fight. So yeah, like Matt, you bring that up all the time. That I love. I used to love it. And now I hate it. And now I'm a jerk because at some point, now I just decided to because be a jerk. I talk just like that. That's not how Matt. Yeah, you, you, right, but you bring it up like that all the time. I do like that, to bring it up. That I'm in the wrong because this is a great movie, and all of a sudden I decided to jump. You put on the words hate in my way. mouth. I didn't say it's a great movie. Right. I don't like but this that, impersonation. That's how, that's how you present it to, to me sound. when I make that Don't argument. Like, like I'm not allowed to change my opinion. I just find it amusing how it went from liking it, like you went from pretty much one end of the scale to the other there wasn't like a slight shift where it's like yeah i guess it wasn't as good as i thought it's like you went from enjoying it and having had a good time to fucking hating it because then i had time to sit with it and think about it and it it's just it's a fucking disaster it is not what i want from these characters and from this universe i fucking hate it 
And now we're just getting like we're just getting more of the same with this. It like, does, I'm not excited about it, this movie. It does look like more of the same, and unfortunately, mm. it doesn't look like it's making any attempts at maybe course correcting some of the the missteps. And the problem is, you got the same guy running the ship, right? Yeah, and the thing that we really won't know, like, I don't have any problems with these big set pieces. I don't have any problems with the mass destruction and the over-the-top effects. I don't. I think some of this stuff looks really cool. But the problem is going to be with the plot and the writing. And that's, I mean, that's going to be something that we're going to have to see in in the editing as well. Because I think that Batman v Superman could have benefited from some editing and cutting down or... Well, you've seen the extended cut, correct? Yes, I have. Yeah, I own that. And it's better. I th- yeah. it's, lo- it's a lot longer, but it's better. It, it's a lot longer, but I, maybe you could cut some other things or or maybe, that- maybe even edit down like just fucking characters. Like I feel like, honestly, like all the Lois Lane stuff, I know she's important Superman, but she wasn't important in that movie. No, like, not really. So if you cut all that stuff out, maybe you have a more concise movie. Is she an important character, period? Lois Lane. I mean, as as his love interest, sure. She grounds Superman in caring about the world of humans. So His family didn't do that? Well, that too, but I mean, it's another step in that process, uh-huh. right? Like, it's I a, guess it's so. A, it's a maturing of, you know, it's somebody outside right. the people that he's saved him and took his, care of him. Right, he's going beyond his mom and dad, and now he's falling in love with a woman. Right. Who, right. Okay, but like... Is she more important than Aunt May? In to, is to Spider Man. Um, no, I think Aunt May is probably more in line with uh, Martha Kent. You know, like um, I guess would is she more important than Mary Jane? I I don't know. I don't know. I mean, uh, they're both redheads you, now. So how do you how do you rate the importance of a you know, supporting non-hero superpowered character. I guess it, I don't know. I don't know. I, I think they are important um, because they do show, they showcase the human side of these characters. And generally the, that's the side that like a lot of people right, identify but is it, with. But right? it could be any human, right? Like, is there something about Lois Lane, the fact that she's a reporter or, I don't know what else about her that makes her special or could it just be any female character that Clark Kent fell in love with? Well, since she's a reporter, it always puts her in danger, which gets Superman Mm -hmm. involved. Right. Right. So that, that function of her job and who she is Mm kind of, I guess is an important thing for plot. Yeah. So, and Um, then Mary Jane on the flip side is a supermodel. So that's important. So there we go. Mary Jane, it is. <laughs> um, can I contrast this Justice League trailer and the my expectation of it with what we just saw in Power Rangers? You may, sir. One of the things Ian and I really liked about Power Rangers was that it was a lot of character. It was a lot of character development. It was really about who the Rangers were other than they jump into big robots and make a bigger robot. You know, I I was going to say also the importance of what a team actually is aside from a combination 
or collection of powers and super strong people. Right. There's more to a team than just having powers and standing next to each other. It's who they are. The, it was the chemistry between the actors, the characters, how they all work together. Um, we don't. I don't get a sense of that in this Justice League trailer that they're going to do that. That we're gonna. That we're gonna get to see those potentially awesome quiet moments when, you know, Clark invites Bruce Wayne over to the the Smallville house to sit down with Martha, and just have a person to person character talk. Like I don't think we're gonna see, you know, Bruce and Arthur share a beer. Like it looks like it's gonna be go 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 big action, jump one thing to another. Like I don't think we're really gonna get the heart that's that should be in this movie just like batman v superman like i guess it was supposed to be it was supposed to be martha for both both main characters which turned out to be a joke and then superman's supposed to sacrifice himself and be a hero but the fact that he had such a limited role in batman v superman you didn't you never got connected to him like you should have so that that final sacrifice really meant anything and this trailer looks like a lot of the same. It's going to be big action, you know, no real character development. Like I'm sure we're we're going to get some. Like we see a brief shot of Victor Stone as a football player. So we're going to which was <clears throat> weirdly inserted. All this action 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 football action 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 action. Mm-hmm. It was it, like <laughs> is that what? what was going on there? I was like, "Oh, wow, you know the Gotham Knights make another appearance or the Pittsburgh Steelers." Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, is that, I, I is that who it, that was? I thought it was I think weird. So. Yeah, it was, huh. and I thought it was weird too. But at the same time, I want to, I want to like that clip more because it gives us a little more of the humanity of yeah, these characters. I th- there's a couple maybe. I'm going to try to look at this a little bit optimistically, which is kind of crazy for this podcast. But I'm going to try. Well, Matt, when you when you zig, I zag. <laughs> That's true. This trailer was not great by any means, I don't think. Um, I don't think that it was... I, I'm i assuming this is not the best this movie has to offer, even in terms of like cool action stuff. I, I just can't believe that. Um, it, I think Batman v Superman looked to have cooler stuff going on than this, although I will say the Flash stuff does look cool. Um I'm disappointed in the Aquaman stuff that I've seen, but um, I think that this trailer was just probably not a very good trailer. I think that the movie itself is going to give you better action. Uh, Oh, (laughs) I'm sorry. I got to go negative again. Um, Cyborg. You know that scene where he kind of like shows up and he talks? I forget what he says. Uh, I'm a cartoon and this looks like shit. Holy shit! <laughs> Princess Leia looked twenty times better at the end of Rogue One than that thing. Like I, I like this trailer, and I hated that moment. I, I thought it looked like shit. It was terrible. Do you ever watch like the worst CGI ever, like montages or whatever collections on YouTube? And the worst CGI ever, ever, ever. And this is true. Look it up. The Scorpion King. Um, I went to see that when the when theater. the Rock shows up. <laughs> oh boy! Fucking look it up. Yeah. It's the worst, the worst CGI of all time. Yeah, it doesn't look very good. I 
I think that they really should have. I guess they couldn't have. They couldn't have taken a step back and taken some of the feedback and criticism from Batman v Superman and worked some of those things out in Justice League. They oh, were they, all, like they, they were already like. Could've. But weren't they already like on track and filming? Yeah, or but like, you could you could cut a trailer differently, probably. Yeah. Like try to at least you know showcase the aspects of humanity, and because that seems to be what resonates. Although that I feel like that resonates with the more refined audience. But your Transformers fans are going to eat something like this up. This whole trailer is action at night. It's a lot. It's action, action in the dark. At night. <laughs> it, Which is yeah. up on my quick time when I opened it for you today. <laughs> oh, I loved it. Um, that That's actually true. It, it is a lot of like dark action. Daction, if you will. But... Well, the, Marvel does Dacian. <laughs> <laughs> so they, you have to have the contrast, you they know? They do action in the daytime. Um... Marvel's all about skyrockets and flight. Ian, what did you like about this trailer? You said you liked it overall. Yeah, I mean, I don't think that the action looked as bad as you guys are saying it did. Um, I am excited for... I mean, first of all, I think we can all agree that Zack Snyder has a, a great eye for making films. And the cinematography, as always, looked spot on whenever batman is walking and it looks like he's looking down on a on a shipping town maybe maybe it's angel grove who knows what kind of shipping town it is but he takes off his goggles and snowy and like that has like in it he he's riding in on a horse it has such a, a journey and a, a feel of 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 coming to this remote spot and I, I, I don't know. I thought that looked cool, and it also contrasted against some of the that nightmare that he had in Batman v Superman, where he comes over the crest and looks down. I think it's Gotham City, and he sees the Omega symbol. Yeah, it's sort of like that was desolation and despair, and him looking over wherever the fuck Arthur Curry is is sort of like hope to me because he's he's finding somebody that can help him stop that nightmare. So I think that's a very uh, poetic interpretation, and I like that. Uh, although I will say the rest of the trailer did look very similar to that nightmare that he had. Oh, yeah, yeah. Superman. It looks like the nightmare came I true. Keep, <clears throat> I um, keep thinking of the stuff that I liked, and then you guys keep talking and just keep reminding me of more stuff that I hated. Like I, I like um, the uh, moment whenever... Silas Stone is in his house or in his workshop or whatever the fuck, and the parademon kind of creeps out, and that looked kind of creepy. I did cool. like that. I so. thought that was really cool the way the the parademon kind of came I, out of the mother box behind him. I'm a little concerned that the parademons are going to be like complete garbage throwaway villains, just like the the what are they called in Avengers the Chitari or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah the Chitari. They, I mean, they the are. They're gonna be since we speak Power Rangers now. Yeah, the putties. They're the they're putties. gonna. Yeah, they're just gonna be uh, nameless, face, faceless things to shoot. It's gonna be the army of Ultron. Yeah, robots. and like I, I don't know about you, but I'm fucking tired of that. That's boring. That is so boring. That's why I felt like the biggest misstep of the trailer was not showing the villain. And if they did. You see him for what, like, like a fraction of a second, and 
like show us something to be afraid of. Don't show us throwaway faceless villains. But we're not that- gonna get anything to be afraid of because the big villain is Steppenwolf, who DC fans barely know. Right, but you, that doesn't matter. Like, like your average guy has no fucking clue the difference between Barry Allen and and um, Ethan Allen and Ethan Allen, right? And like, it doesn't matter. You like, it's up to the filmmakers to you know put a persona or or a threat or whatever to the flash or steppenwolf and and it's okay like even if he's a, a b-lister or a c-lister in dc or comics Z-lister like storm it they they are going to hopefully turn him into an a-list villain hopefully they need to because this is the justice league Th- these are like the a-list DC superheroes, they have to have a really tough, badass villain. You're right. There's no, there's no big bad in this. Right, like, which means there's the no conflict. There's like, no conflict. We don't even see the parademons in this. Barely. Right. I mean, they're they're don't in they it, shoot a but bunch you don't see. They do, but they don't show yeah. them clearly or anything. That that makes them even more throwaway. Um, they're very dark to begin with, and then again, action at night. It sounds like Cinemax, for God's sakes. <laughs> bow, tick a bow. Yeah, like you don't know what they look like. You don't know what they're doing there. Like, Earth is being attacked. Better get the Justice League together. Well, okay, dude. I, I mean, mean, that's nitpicky. Like, do you need to know? Say that about the why? beloved Avengers movies. Oh, Earth's being attacked. I guess we right, have but, to avenge but some we shit. We don't know, but my point is, we don't know what's happening. That's all we know. And we got to crack jokes while we do it. Sorry. That's Marvel style. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. Like, you could make the same exact argument to the Avengers and what Marvel does. That That's a poor argument, I think. Um, I'm... Now that I think about it, I'm upset about the uh, depiction of Amnesty Bay. Oh, um, Angel Grove? Yeah, of bleak, desolate, middle-of-nowhere Canada fishing town. Whereas Arthur Curry really grew up in a very normal coastal town in Maine that has winters and summers and a change of the seasons. It's not somewhere Cause, that cause you can only get to by horse. Looks oh. so normal and like so uh, blonde hair, blue eyed. Yeah, you can't be hardcore and grow up in like some nice exactly. normal town. Well, like I, I feel like when I first saw Jason Momoa as this version version of Arthur Curry, like I was like, all right. You know, we'll, we'll we'll see where this goes. But the more I see of it, the more I'm like, oh my god, this I is thought, not, this is not the version that I want. I thought we were gonna get like some Polynesian flavor or something like that, where you could have something that's a little brighter and a little more hopeful. Like, cause isn't that what Arthur Curry should be for the? Cause he's like a, a like ruler of Atlantis. Yeah, and right? that's kind of the that's whole a powerful dude. And that's been like a crux of who he is throughout his entire comic book run. Is that like. Atlantis is always a a darker version. They're always at war. They don't want him to be king. And he's coming from a bright, honest American upbringing in Amnesty Bay. So it's like, you know, this it's kind of like this good side, you know, having to, you know, do ha- having to adjust itself for 
the darker side of where he's really come from. And now, like, who the fuck knows? Because he's coming from, like, the, the worst of hell. He's coming from that fucking fishing show. Where it looks like someone's gonna die catching crabs every week. Oh, the like the greatest catch or yeah, and like then he goes the then catch. like so, and then he's gonna go to Atlantis, the and, deadliest catch, and that's gonna be fucking horrible too. Like there's like part of what makes Arthur Curry great is that he he was raised like Clark Kent. He was raised by a really good guy in a normal American town, contrasting the alien nature of like being. A fucking sea creature, and now it's it's just like this guy's a sea creature, and he saves people and drinks whiskey. Yeah, yeah, I th- I would think that you'd like that part. Like I, I I like I I like the part where he's like, oh, you dress like a bat. I dig it because he's clearly not impressed by Bruce Wayne and Batman at all. And I love that. I love that no one's bowing to Bruce. I love that part of Aquaman, but like. Um, it's just such it's such a far departure that said I am excited to see the Atlanta stuff yeah because the the way we talked about the way Zack Snyder handles like physics and movement I think it could look really neat did you like the little shot of Mira I did yeah I did too and there was that that little clip released a few weeks ago online it was like um little uh like filming filming shot on, on the filming monitor of Look like Aquaman, like swimming up to Ocean Master. Oh, I didn't see that, and it looks it looks cool, like the way they handle like physics and the flying and the speed. Yeah, dude, I'm still okay with with the fact that Aquaman's not blonde hair and blue eyed. Um, I'm willing to give this a shot. You know, they showed his his costume in this one for the first time in any semblance of lighting, and I actually was surprised at how much color there was in it. Like so much green and like it's it's almost like a golden orange, not just like straight up orange, but you know whatever. I mean it. There's aspects of it that you're like, yeah, okay, I, I see. It's Aquaman, um, but I don't know. I well, he yeah. I mean, he does. I'm, I have no problem with the costume. I love the the trident that he's that he's yep. carrying around. And he even has a lot of comic book years being like the grizzled veteran with the long hair. Yep. But at the same time, like he never, like he never acted like we've seen him act in this movie. And I'm afraid they're just going to take him too far away from who the character is at his core. Yeah, the Batmobile surfing at the end, like the stinger part of the trailer, that was a little bit much for me. Yeah, like, does he need to ride on the Batmobile? Uh, I'd feel like no. Can he just, knows. like, fly? He can't fly, but he can run. He he can't fly? What the hell was Aquaman? he doing? Wasn't he flying in the trailer? No, he can't fly. He was uh, Hulk jumping in the Is trailer. Is that what that was, he Hulk can, jumping? He can leap. So when he comes up out of the water, he's just propelled by his yes. swimming. Yeah, he doesn't have powers. tiny, tiny wings on his feet like other aquatic. Okay, like um, Aquaman's kings. always, and I guess you know it's probably it's probably just the, um, it, it's a way that they have to write all these characters together that, that they need to change the personalities and the characters. But Aquaman is a serious guy, like he's. He's not fun. 
he's never fun, whether he's, you know, orange shirt, green pants, short blonde hair, or, you know, long hair, hook hand. He's always pretty stoic. Like, he's the guy that just hangs in the back and chills out. He's never amped about riding on top of the Batmobile. And, like, I don't know if it's if it's just um, <clears throat> a way that they need to make all these characters work together, that they all need a different kind of quirk to find that chemistry. Mm-hmm. But, like, it's not working for me. Wonder Woman seems like the most... The most like, well, I guess Batman seem they seem like the most like themselves, but um, you, I, I feel like with Wonder Woman, you get such a small taste of her in this that you've got you you got no idea. But we will see the movie before. Yeah, Justice I mean, League. we've already seen Wonder Woman. We know what she's all about, and we're going to get a full length feature movie before this one comes out. So I don't think that DC's gonna really like spend its load on putting her in these trailers. Like, she's in it enough so that people that don't know are like, oh, Wonder Woman's in this one, too. But we don't need to explain who that character is. Just need to have some sliding butt shots. Did you guys check that out? Did, am I the only one that picked up on he fucking some... pig. I know. <laughs> she slides. She's you know doing some slashing. And I'm telling you, man, there's some, like... Some shorty shorts flying up, some butt cheek shot. Watch it again. Watch it again, audience. I'm not a pig because I'm my, observant. My outrage observant. overruled my dick in, in these viewings. Were you outraged? <laughs> really? You were that outraged? Was I was so like, mad about the Flash and Aquaman. I didn't even see they, booty shorts. You couldn't see some tight butt cheek? No. No, like blind rage. Wow. Red Lantern watching this trailer. You're that upset about it. And what's it. so That's fucking pretty funny crazy. is that like our friend Larry Ganny, the host of the Guest Room podcast, he tweeted something out earlier today. He was like, he was essentially like, this fucking Justice League trailer's garbage. Yeah. And I was like, how dare you? You stole my thunder. I'm like, I'm the only one that can trash this you don't fucking say bad things about dc only me but like i totally agree it's 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 a like it's a disaster well you know how you can get them back right what's the next drummer centric movie that comes out fucking beat them to the punch is that the name of it beat them to the punch we can make a movie called (laughs) beat them to the punch and make it shitty (laughs) is it the whiplash sequel beat them to the punch starring miles teller sorry Reed Richards and Commissioner Gordon. What did we think of um, uh, what's the actor's name? J.K. Simmons. J.K. Simmons as as Commissioner Gordon in this with his with his Sam Elliott mustache, the hardcore mustache. Sam Elliott is so good in the ranch. On that Maybe first. Sam Elliott should have been Commissioner Gordon. Uh, from this brief little glimpse, I I like it. I I like the sense that. They've been doing this so long and that, you know, they've been friends long enough that Gordon can hit him with a little jab like, you know, so you're making friends again. Yeah. <clears throat> Which w- was that me- in reference to like Robin? I don't know. It, it kind of. Probably just the bat team. Because- I don't know. It made me want to know more about. So what's all this again stuff? What's yeah. all the business about you know, in Batman v Superman when Alfred hints to, you know, watching people you know, not stay good. Like, I want to see those movies. Can we get that I do, shit? too. I I still want the Batman movie that they make to be about the death of uh, Jason Todd. I want it to be that story. I want 
want a different Joker. I don't like that Joker, but... Would um, you take Jared Leto, but looking more traditionally like He can look the, the way he looks. He needs to act more yeah. like the Joker. Uh I don't I don't like that interpretation. I'm not yeah. I don't think he did a good job. I don't think he looked good. That I think, Paul, was a disaster. Uh and that one's gotten worse over time, you know? That one I felt like we were really easy on it. Um up front when we first saw it, we we're like, well, you know, might be okay, but I think that fucking thing deserved all the trashing that it got. Would you agree with that? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think so. I think it did get worse with time. I think we might have been a little more fair to it. Um, we are not a fair podcast. We we just unleash fury and, and <clears throat> hatred, right, Paul? We typically shit on stuff that we like even, which always bothers me, that we don't get the things that we like enough credit in the moment. Well, uh, um, okay, so what I liked about this trailer was... Um, Ian, I think you basically touched on all the points. The cinematography, the you know, the signature Zack Snyder. Probably the best thing about Zack Snyder is the way he can like frame a shot, and I think he brings a really cool artistry to his movies. Um, it. I mean, there's not. It just it was underwhelming. It, I don't hate it by any means, like this one over here, but I was not inspired by it. I wasn't like, oh my God, I can't wait for that. It was just like, oh, okay. I still reserve, uh, like I have a lot of reservations about what it's going to be because the problems that I had with Batman v Superman mostly were plotting and pace and, and things like that mm -hmm. that you can't tell from a trailer. So right. looking at this, there are some things that I think look pretty cool and, you know, I'm not as tied to the DC heroes as you, Paul. So, you know, I, a yeah, dark-haired, mean, wisecracking Aquaman doesn't make me all that upset. Um, but I think that we're coming off of a movie that had some problems. It's made by the same guy that made that other movie. I think that yep. he, I, I feel like he's not going to correct those problems. I'm worried that he's not going to correct those problems because this looks and not just only like that, a Batman v Superman we're, trailer. We're probably going to be coming off two better superhero movies in the summer between Spider-Man and Wonder Woman. Um, Guardians of the Galaxy 2 also in the summer? It is. Yeah, and that'll probably be better too. Uh, I, I hope I'm wrong. I hope this is the best out of the bunch. I really do. But this was just a poorly made trailer. I don't think that it gave you any sense of anything about this movie except... Remember the action stuff from Batman v Superman? It's that's all you're gonna get, and yeah. I'm sure that's not all there is to this movie. Uh, but that's just the way that they presented the the trailer. Unfortunately, do you hope that this is going to be the best out of the bunch? Like, I kind of hope that Wonder Woman is the best, and I feel like it might be able to do that. I hope for the sake of the DC Cinematic Universe is the best one, yeah. and I hope it's fantastic because Justice League. It, yeah, because it kind of needs to be and i feel like they've had you know at best man of steel was divisive did i get that right sure it divided right <clears throat> divisive divisive whatever the point is very um 
contrasting opinions about it, polarizing. And, uh, but the general consensus on Suicide Squad and Batman v Superman was negative. And it can't, DC can't afford to have another negative, um, you know, movie, uh, negative review. Review, yeah. Which seemed to received was the word I was looking for. Wouldn't it be more important then to have Wonder Woman, which comes before it, to be a hit? Like, I know that this one has all the stars, but say Wonder Woman is a fucking piece of shit. Yeah. That'll also tank Justice League. It, it won't help Justice League, no. But what if Wonder Woman is great and then Justice League is more garbage? I think that they'll still be able to be like, oh, well... Whenever Zack Snyder isn't at the controls, we can make good movies with these characters. But if Wonder Woman, directed by somebody completely different, with you know a female star taking place out, like generally outside the Wonder realm, Wonder Woman is also so removed, right, from everything else. That's what I'm saying. Generally outside of the DC universe right. that we know, if that isn't good either, then people would be like, "Holy crap, they can't make a good movie." even whenever they said it a hundred years back in the past, like how can they make a good movie with these characters at all? If, if they can't even remove it completely out of there and, and they, they still can't do it. So I think that that's more important for wonder woman to be a hit than justice league. Uh, I don't think so. Just because justice league is, all those characters. It's Batman. Like, you gotta get Batman right at some point. There's, you, it's, it, but they already did get Batman right. Like, Batman was right in Batman v Superman. People are confident that they can make a Batman movie with that actor and another director and make it good. People yeah. are confident of that. Yeah. But there's more at stake if Wonder Woman's bad. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Wonder, I, yeah, I agree with you. Well, if, I want to fight if you Wonder Woman's bad, but Justice League is a, is amazing. Like that redeems Wonder Woman. But if Wonder Woman's bad, like if Wonder Woman's good, but Justice League's bad, like that's it for the DC cinematic universe. You can do right. another Wonder Woman movie, you know, set 20 years in the future from the first one and just do a Wonder Woman movie. But DCU, you're done. And I, I kind of hope they're done. I want them to be done. See, I disagree with that. I think that there, will, if Wonder Woman is good, but Justice League is bad, there will still be hope that outside of the Zack Snyder realm, you can do good things with these characters. But if if Wonder Woman's bad, then it almost doesn't matter what happens with Justice League. People are going to be like, oh, I give up. All these characters are crap. DC can't make movies. Well, they can't. They're terrible at it. I loved Man of Steel, but I'm the only one. That's you, true. You do are you the still only love one. it, or have you come around to hating it yet? No, I love it. Okay, and I like I like it more every time I watch it. Like I fucking love Man of Steel, and that's part of what burns my ass so much about this bullshit is because try tux medicated. Superman's handled so poorly. Like Man of Steel is a great Superman begins. Modern day, yeah, a lot of those hardcore Silver Age fans didn't appreciate that he wasn't Superman from the day he was born. But he had to go through a learning curve. I appreciate that. 
And by the end, by that last scene in Man of Steel where he brings down the army satellite and he's like, hey, quit trying to fucking follow me. Like, that was a classic Superman moment. But then you get into Batman v Superman and he's like, I guess I need to kill. Everything's just so bleak. I just don't know what to do. Fuck you. You do know what to do. You're fucking Superman. And then he dies. And then he does know what to do. And then they kill him. Like, he gets like 30 seconds of screen time in that movie. And then they kill him. I love that they killed him. That was like the best part of the movie. And I don't say that facetiously. I mean it because it it echoed parts of one of my favorite Superman stories, the death of Superman, the coffin, the funeral, all that stuff was like, oh my God, they're fucking doing it. That's so cool. And it's going to make his return really exciting, I think. And the question is, is it going to happen in this one or is it going to happen in the sequel? I suspect it'll happen at the end of this one. I agree. So, but they've, and now, and now at this point, what, so we're going to get, you know, from what you just said, maybe we're gonna get, uh, we're gonna get two and a half hours of, uh, maybe the Justice League, and then Superman shows up at the end. Mm-hmm. So right. again, like they're taking this really good stuff that they started all this nonsense out with, and you know, put it on the shelf. We'll get to it eventually, because like we're just gonna waste our time with these fake heroes. Until, like, maybe someone's like, hey, you know what, we, we really have a good core here with Henry Cavill as Superman, we ought to use it. There, well, okay, look, remember when you saw the um, sequel to Star Trek Into Darkness? You complained that they kind of punked out and they didn't actually kill Kirk at the end, and that would have made for such a powerful ending, and it would have, like, rolled so well into a third movie... Well, they actually did that in Batman v Superman. They killed the main, one of the main characters. You're going to go an entire movie without having him, so that way there's weight to that sacrifice at the end of Batman v Superman, and you still don't like that. It's like, what what do you want? Here's but, and here's my here's my retort. You can make. I shouldn't have to wait another entire movie for Batman v Superman's payoff. To be good, in the original search for Spock, or in the original Star Trek: Wrath of Khan, mm-hmm. they kill Spock, and that's a good movie, all on its own. Mm-hmm. Spock's death is great in that movie, all on its own. Mm-hmm. Like I shouldn't have to appreciate Superman in the DC cinematic universe after an entire movie without him. Why you already went one movie without him? That's funny. Thank you. That's funny. It, it hurts. It, it, it upsets me, but it's it's funny and it's true. Uh, I think that it's actually kind of ballsy to do what they're doing. I like it. I do like it. I like that they killed him. I like that they went this way with it. But like I, a lot of things leading up to that could have been done better, and this I looks agree. like a lot of the same. Paul, this is going to give them an opportunity to, to focus on these other new characters and give them an opportunity to be established a little bit and then once they are then you can re-inject Superman back into the team <laughs> inject there it is again right oh man all kinds <clears throat> of injections tonight. the hot Superman injection <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, but I think that it's going to be a really quality payoff in terms of what they did at the end of um, 
Batman v Superman. Like I said, that ending was the best part of the movie to me anyway. So, um, even though this trailer underwhelmed, I'm still a little bit optimistic about the, the movie in general, but boy, the stakes couldn't be higher for DC. I want them to change the color palette. They really should. It, it did feel really, especially like, where, where does it take place? Where, were they? At night, night land. Nightland. <laughs> night, night land? Is What's the fuck? Just Nightland. What's the fucking city in Alaska that's night for like 16 hours? Nightland? Uh, is is Juno the one that's that dark? It's fucking terrible. Like, just- I mean, like everyone, everyone saw like a lot of the production stills from Batman v Superman where... Everything was was lit up, and you saw a lot more of the colors. And everyone, to a man, on the internet was like, "Hey, that looks really good." And DC was like, "Hey, fuck all of you." Saturation zero. You are gonna have to present these production stills because I don't remember these bright, colorful production stills that you speak of. Like Wonder Woman's costume had some color in it. No, no, no. Wonder Woman's costume in the original production stills was brown. It was dull and drab, and I was like, ugh. And in the movie, it looked better. At that point, people even like brown. They're like, yeah, we'll take it. It's better than gray. I don't know. I think in the final movie, it was actually brighter than it was in the in the production still. Wonder Woman's costume's pretty vibrant in in her in her movie and everything that we've seen. I mean, it looks pretty vibrant, so maybe there's hope. I think that everything gets really colored by uh, colored by the fact that we have Zack Snyder running a lot of the show. Mm-hmm. In another movie, we had David Ayer, who's known for his down, dirty, gritty films. I mean, it's just a it's Warner Brothers and their selection of who's running these films that's really making them so so muddy and desaturated. I mean, that doesn't make us any happier about it. Yeah. I mean, I'm just saying that oh, okay. The, they're picking wrong people. Great. No, that's still terrible. Well, I, I do think well, that David okay, Aaron and, and, and Zack Snyder are, are quality directors in terms of like the visual fidelity that they bring to these characters. If it's a little dark. Okay. But like they still know how to compose a shot. I feel like the problem isn't like the, the way it looks so much as it is the problem with the writing. Yeah. Like within reason, what, what would you like to happen with the DC universe? Tell me actually fuck reason because you're unreasonable. Give me the most outlandish I version thought, of how you want. The Paul, DC before, universe before you do this, I thought we were about to wrap things up, but shit just got real folks. So don't go anywhere. Because I think things are about to get really interesting. Go like ahead, I'm Paul. just giving you, I'm just saying, oh, they're picking fucking directors that deal in, in death and grime in that kind of like palette. Um, what would you do then? You're Matt, the studio I'm, head. I'm with you about the directorial quality. You know, composing of shots, the way it looks, like the way the shots are established. But crank up that fucking saturation and I don't think Suicide Squad was a big offender in this in this area. It's fairly I think good. It was action Squad, at night. I think it was it, it was action at night, night action. It was action at night. What do we call it? Action at night. Action at night. Action. Yeah. Daction. Oh, Daction. But I feel like I feel like Suicide Squad had plenty of color. That was never an issue. But with 
Man of Steel and Batman v Superman and everything we've seen from Justice League, it is desaturation central. Like, we don't want to see any color in these movies. The only colors you see in these movies are the Parademon's eyes and Cyborg's eye. Even if you pump up the color on Man of Steel, it's not going to make me like that movie any better. And it's not going to make the majority of the audience that didn't like it like it any better. Yeah, that's fine. I don't fucking care if the audience loves it any better. I care if I like it better. Okay, so that would make you like that better. If this was a brighter film, you would like it better even with... If Batman v Superman was brighter, you would like it better even with the more glaring things it will be, with plot it will be one, and writing. It will be one con checked off the list. So, yes. Okay. Bright, brightness, everybody. Dacian, everything's so fucking drab. Dacian is greater than Daction. <clears throat> everything's so drab and dreary, and that's not who the DC characters are. The DC characters... Some of them are. Batman is. Yeah, Batman is. But Batman's... Yeah, save that for the fucking Batman movie. Batman's been in a Batman v Superman movie, and he's going to be in a Justice League movie where guys should have bright red suits. His entire suit is red and yellow. He's a fucking McDonald's ad. But, nope, now he's wearing a New Jersey Devil's jersey. It's just red and black. Get as much black in that thing as you can and still have him be kind of recognizable as the Flash. Hey, Cyborg, you're silver. There's no color in silver. That's close enough. Aquaman, eh, let's just turn the lights down on him so we don't see a fucking orange shirt. And maybe some of the scenes you get to see a little red and blue from Wonder Woman. It's fucking horrible. And, and her butt cheek. I'm telling and her you butt guys. Cheek. But these, Everybody the DC go heroes, back. Butt cheeks. The DC heroes represent hope and like just hope for the world. They are the best that we should become. Like the the DC the citizens of the DC universe look up to the DC heroes. They're not people who should be feared and hated and hunted down and stuck in a house in Westchester, New because York. Because of all this smarminess, I'm so glad that you're unhappy with your universe now. <laughs> oh. I don't know how this is smarminess. This is legit. Uh, that that bullet that was aimed directly at me? <laughs> you fuckhead. It wasn't directed was the, at you. It wasn't. It was directed. It wasn't. It was directed. It was directed at I was making a fucking X-Men joke. Yeah. At me, who's a big X-Men I'm talking fan. to you because you're the I one know. that asked me what I want from this. Right. And you're taking It wasn't a shot at, at you. Me. I'd have said something about blacks being was, underrepresented. Or no diversity. Or aren't you happy with Cyborg? He's half black. He's African like you. Oh, don't, be a, don't be a silly guy. Look, the, the DC heroes should be bright and hopeful. They represent the best in all of us. And from what we've seen so far, they don't. No one trusts fucking Superman. Everyone should trust Superman. You let the fucking Senate blow up or whatever the shit happened in that movie. Yeah, because he he was up against a in the comics a super genius, and I guess he, he could still be made Facebook. He could, yeah, it. he could still be hor- like horribly acted, but still be still be a, a super genius. Like I just want I want the DC heroes to be represented as they are as real as real heroes. As what, you know, my like, question is, what would what's your plan of action? You're the studio head right now. Justice League is coming out. The second one is on the table, too. Doesn't matter what happens. Wonder Woman, Justice League, Justice League, the sequel is coming out. But what would you do to course correct? I would tailor 
the end of Justice League for a rebirth. Like make it some alternate reality shit that we've been not living even in this. not even necessarily a rebirth or a flashpoint, but I would do I would do that. I would do the best. Well, because I like I like Ben Affleck. I think he can be a great Batman. But you can keep him and just change the right. That's that's what I'm getting to. I'm Slow interrupting. Down. I'm interrupting. I, I love Henry Cavill. He's the most underused. He's the most like wasted Superman. He is a great Superman, but he hasn't had the opportunity to be Superman. Um, I would keep Gal Gadot. I love... uh, So far, she looks great as as Wonder Woman. I love her ethnicity. I love the accent. I love the way she portrays her so far. Um, Everyone else, you're out. You're done. (laughs) Cyborg, go back to Teen Titans, you fucking bum. Pink slips all around. Yeah, Ezra Miller. Sorry, pal, you're gone. Uh, Jason Momoa, your history. And just rebuild it so that coming out of Justice League 2, there or coming out of Justice League, there is enough of an ending, enough of a shift in the story, and holy shit, we need to do things better. Because this is what... This is, you know, like having the movie plot parallel the DC the Warner Brothers movie plot, like we've gotten to this horrible point. We need to be better. So this is how these fictional heroes are going to make the real life movies better coming out of that. Cause so far I fucking hate all of this. I'm so fucking mad about this and it does. I keep waiting for it's it. It's going to be better, such a long and it's not getting long better. bunch of years with this DCU. I know I don't, because it's not going anywhere. Yeah, like they're not like it doesn't matter how bad Wonder Woman, Justice League, Justice League 2, The Flash, like it oh. doesn't matter how bad any of these do. Like That's they're the one they're I on that scrap. They're I'm, set on a course to do all of these films. I'm looking forward to Aquaman. Why? You just spent the whole fucking last hour trashing him. Uh, uh, You can get rid of him. Fuck you, Jason Momoa. Two seconds later, I'm looking forward to Aquaman. All right, I'm looking forward to Aquaman because I think if they follow the Zack Snyder method, all of the underwater stuff can look really fucking cool. There's still a ton of hope for Mira and Ocean Master and Black Manta. They can be really great fucking characters and, and direct, in something like it, aquaman you you're really gonna get to develop jason momoa's aquaman more and as much as i hated on him tonight we don't know anything about him he's cracking wise a little bit that's not my aquaman but maybe if we get a full aquaman movie they allow him to be a little more stoic or a little even more if regal. we get to see what he actually does in this who knows those could be the only wise cracks that he cracks all move yeah, along. That's true. And that's what's great about the McSauce podcast. Trailer review is speculation. We lose our minds over speculation. Well, uh, it wouldn't be a trailer review without some polynomics here at the very end. So, Ian, why don't you start and give us some polynomics? <laughs> yeah. For those of you that don't know, polynomics are what your expectations are on a 10 point scale matched up against your um, excitement. Or wait, is it? Yeah, no, excitement, it's, it's excitement, ex- excitement, expectations. Then expectations, yeah. both on a ten point scale. So. Um, I honestly am kind of excited to see this. I think that some of the spectacle will be cool. Um, I did like Wonder Woman. I did like Batman in uh, BVS. So I'm excited to see them again. I think Bad and Affleck 
is really getting the short end of the stick. His Batman's pretty fucking good. I'm excited to see what they do in Justice League. Um, so I have a, an excitement level of seven. So, but, whoa. Oh, this could be a first ever interruption of polynomics, but go ahead. But my expectation is that I'm not going to like the plot. The writing's probably going to be shitty. They're going to load too much stuff, uh-huh. junk in there. They're yep, going to yep. minimize Superman in some way. So my expectation is a five, but I am excited right now. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm admitting that it's probably going to be fucking stupid. <laughs> so Seven and five. I'll go real quick, Paul. Um, I'm right there with you pretty much. Uh, I would say expectations are about a six, not a a five. I think it will be better than just average, but, um, it six is not nearly good enough. Like it, it needs to be an eight, a nine, a 10. We're not getting that. We're not getting to power Rangers level with this movie. Shut the fuck up. (laughs) You didn't see it, asshole. We loved it. Shut the fuck up. That was a really good movie. It was awesome. Mm-hmm. Like, you would like it. We know sure, your fucking heels are dug in. We know there's no hope, but we really, Ian and I really like that movie. Yeah, because I like everything that you guys like. You like nothing that we like. No, what we're saying exactly. is you've made up your mind before you really saw anything about it, so you're not going to change your what mind. What I'm now. saying is we don't agree because on... Because as we learned earlier, in Matt's world, once you have an opinion, it's it's unchangeable. Hey, I liked BVS when I first saw it. I I still have to love it now. I would also like to argue in Matt's defense that in the McSauce world we do that. We all do that to some extent. So, Thank you. Jerk. That's fine. So, Matt, you said you were a six and a... I'm a... For excitement, I'm probably about a seven. Seven. And I think it'll be about probably a, a six. That's my expectation. I don't even want to hear Paul's, but go ahead, Paul. My excitement is a two. Mm-hmm. I want to give it a one, but I feel like you guys were really blasting. No, I want you one. to give it a one. It's a one. It a one. I, I'm, I'm so one. unexcited. I'm so fucking miserable about this movie. My excitement is a fucking one. I don't want them to make it. I want them to stop and start you, over. You were more excited for Rogue One. Shit. I want to go back. Yeah. I wonder what the, his polynomics score. Were we doing polynomics whenever BVS was? Yeah. Announced? Yeah, of course dude. We were. We have. I was a ten and a ten for that. You psychopath. I wonder what he was though. Not quite that. There was, we, we, we were like there was eight still to nines coming out of Man of Eight Steel. to nines. Um, the one that's wacky is he was like pretty high on the Fantastic Four. But this is this is a typical thing with me and Paul. Like we're, I feel like if I go, like he said, if I zig, he zags. Like I was so down on that movie, he had to go high. You're when not, I go low, he goes high. That's what they say. But this isn't, listeners, understand that this isn't Matt and I purposefully contrasting each other. This is our natural feeling for this movie had i gone first and said nine you wouldn't have said a two you'd have said whatever you feel like we don't purposefully that's contrast each other um and you didn't go high you want you're fairly middle of the ground on with your polynomics for this yeah for this yeah but like for fantastic four i was super low on it yeah but like that's all about the property not the polynomics no, you it was know, about the polynomics, well, yeah, man. But it's about you're, it's, a, it's about the polynomics, not what we think each other are going to say. 
Right. It's honest opinions. It's honest. And I am fed up with this DC Cinematic Universe, so my excitement is a one, and my expectation is a four. I think it's going to be a lot more of the same. Um, you know, we were maybe a couple more bad jokes because they think they need a little more levity, but I think it's going to be an underwhelming, unfleshed-out story. You think? And it's going to be just more levity, though, action, right? Action, action, with no color, and Paul, it's just going to be boring. W- being a one, does that mean you're not going to? See it in the theaters? No, we're gonna see it. This is definitely gonna be McSauce Field Trip. But like, I mean, we can do McSauce Field Trip. I can see it, you know, at a midnight show and Mm -hmm. still not be happy about it. You would go to a midnight show for Uh, this? Fuck yeah, we're going to this. Yeah, or the like. I mean, we could go the ten thirty p.m. or whenever (laughs) we get. We are are pushing forty now. Yeah, we're old guys, but I think we're gonna go see. We're going to go see Wonder Woman together. Yeah. We're, we're going to go see, see Spider-Man, Spider-Man Guardians, Guardians yeah. and Justice League, right? Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And Aliens, right? Aliens? Um, well, we'll talk about Aliens after we're, we're done recording. That's going to do it for us tonight. Does anyone else have anything to add? Say no. I have to pee really bad. Nope. Yeah. So I wanted to <laughs> um, give a review of War and Peace. Ooh. No. Well, I'm done. with Let's start with chapter one. I, I just wanted to do a reading of it. That's going to do it for us tonight. Thanks to everybody for listening. I feel like personally this is very cathartic for me. I didn't understand that I really had all this built up, but it feels so good to let You're it all a out. Psycho. Super fucking angry. Holy shit. You need therapy. You do need therapy. My name is Paul McGinty. Ian Sharpley. Matt Cassell. We'll see you next time. Yeah.